right, welcome back to Uni Sharks. I'm your host this week, Mako, and joined by my, my usual co-host, Lemon and Hammer. Mako? Mako, whatever you want to say. <laughs> uh, all right, so to start with, meme of the week, uh, Hammer found a really random one. You know, lately they keep on advertising for these weird zombie mobile games. Uh, yeah. He found one where it's like typical day in LA, and this lady's like slamming her bike into this other lady's car. The other lady kind of laughs it off, and then suddenly <laughs> zombie tackles her and it cuts off. Uh, you know, one of those ones. So it's pretty funny, pretty random. Yeah, it's just, uh-huh. I think what gets me is that um, the cutoff, like the zombie just shows up, that just cuts off. I think for some reason that makes it more funny to me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Was, yeah. Because there's those compilations of like the perfectly cut off screams. That's my type of humor. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how the cutoff is like the one that kind of like magnifies the humor, like takes it to another level. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad it's right. done. Was accepted. Thank you. Right, well, jumping right into it, uh, Hammer had a topic for us. Go ahead, Hammer. Oh, okay. Um, so my topic. <clears throat> hopefully, we don't get into too many arguments or controversy. But was why what's something that you guys don't like or you like care for that is normally enjoyed and. I mean, it could be whatever for you, if you want, like, you know, like a, a movie series or a book series or even a food or something like that. But yeah, the, like a sport uh-huh. or a hobby or something. Yeah, anything really. But the one that came to me uh, was classic rock. What? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. You were gonna like that, Mako. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> and. And I think there's two reasons that I, I was thinking about it. Like, why why don't I actually like classic rock? Because it's renowned to be, you know, it's classic. Everyone enjoys it. And I think my issue with it is, well, one, I didn't really grow up with that music. Hmm. Um, more 90s classic rock, I would say. Yeah, I did. But like the 70s and 80s. Um, I actually listened more to 60s growing up. Um, really? yeah, because my, my parents, um, for example, my mom, she's the youngest of all her siblings, and so there's only two sisters in her family, and she was close with her older sister and liked her music, and she was eight years older or nine years older than she was, which was more 60s. Um, but you know, like the song, like Rocky, like a hurricane. Yeah. uh, Breaking the wall and stuff. Like, I I see why people like, um, like I had a tiger, but they just don't do it for me. Barracuda. I probably recognize it if I, if I heard it, but, um, uh, the other reason is, and I was thinking maybe, you know, something with the music, for example, another genre I don't like is Banda. Um, 
<laughs> and Bonda. That, yeah, Banda. It's a more of a Hispanic type music genre, kind of like uh, bachata and mariachi. Um, yeah, the, the mariachi type music as well. You know, uh, but Banda hurts me; just gives me headaches. But classic <laughs> rock, I feel like it was too heavy on the normal guitar, the electric guitar. So not the normal guitar, the the electric guitar and singing where and the and not I, not every song, of course, this is 100 percent. But the the majority, I feel the drums and the bass especially. Are. More background, more than normal. And Much more support for the guitar than anything else. Yeah, exactly. And I I find I enjoy more music where it's more equal. Yeah. And and I just don't like that guitar singer solo combination, if that makes any sense. Okay. I I think I understand that. Yeah. yeah, I mean I'm not I don't know enough about like music theory or whatever to say like how it's supposed to be yeah because i I think the one thing i've heard is the bass is supposed to kind of set the line for the other instruments i don't even know if that's what it is or if it's the drums or whatever so but so you like something that's like a little more even before between all the instruments yeah and you know kind of my go-to music especially right now is alternative and kind of more indie and it they don't because you know, the typical band in that time period, what is those four instruments if you're cool and singing? And then later on, they decide to start adding more in different genres and all that, and even just in rock as well. And I find that more enjoyable. Okay, kind of like uh, how, oh, what was that band? I think it was called Kansas or Kansas City or something. They added an electric violin. That's kind of what they were known for. Yeah, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a few songs I, I don't mind by Kansas. They're pretty good. Kansas. Um, but then, of course, you know, there's a couple that go along with the normal classic rock because that was what was popular at the time. But yeah. Oh, what do you think of stuff like We Will Rock You, where there's almost no, uh, well, there's hardly any instruments at all? I wouldn't look it up myself, but it's very easy to sing along with. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they were made for, really. Yeah. And and I understand that. And so if I'm like with a group of buddies that are going to go and sing it or something like that, I might join along or I'll just be quiet. Yeah, for me, like, I like classic rock because I feel like I don't mind the singing and the guitar being the forefront because I feel like that's kind of where a lot of the emotion of the song comes from to begin with. So, and I mean, like I said, I don't know enough about music to really like dive too deep into it. You know, like uh, my favorite band is Queen and they'll just do completely random stuff. Like they'll do a song where there's hardly any instruments at all and then they'll do uh, Save Me where the piano kind of sets a tune and everything. So, I don't even entirely know where I was going with that, but like, 
Yeah, just uh Yeah, I don't, don't I understand you. <laughs> I actually do like Queen though. Um uh, like they're they kind of They kind of changed the mold though. They're more creative. Maybe that's why you like them more. Yeah. 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 Go with that. I but, think that's mm-hmm. where my brain was tending. <laughs> yeah, no, like for Queen for going them, um, I really like that because all the musicians in the group like sing or most of them and yeah they're led by freddie mercury but they'll all chip in exactly and i like that i like those songs when they do that now that is kind of nice like watching you know i was watching that beatles documentary and uh one of kind of the points of friction in the band was uh Paul McCartney and John Lennon did most of his singing and the songwriting. And then whatever the other one's name was, the one who's not Ringo, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, he only got to sing some of the songs and write some of them. So that he kind of got sick of that. So maybe that's part of why you don't hear much about, I mean, I have, I've never really heard about Queen having any issues between the band members. Yeah. And George. George is his name. Oh yeah. George Harrison. That's it. Yeah like the most it's george it's like the most simple generic name but i keep forgetting it that's probably why yeah but, but anyways that that's my that's my thing how about you guys was there anything that you find you don't enjoy that on average people do enjoy at least here in the united states oh geez i got so into that i thought we were talking about music this whole like for the topic <laughs> <laughs> um for me, kind of the first thing that comes to mind is the Jurassic World trilogy. Like, it's made a lot of money, so I have to assume a lot of people like it, and my sister and her family love it. But, uh, and I was talking with my dad about this. We feel like they like it just because there's dinosaurs in it. So for them, it's like an automatic win. And I'm like, well, crap, there's like, sci-fi channel originals that have dinosaurs in it doesn't mean they're good so like i think i've told you guys about it before i absolutely despise those movies like with every fiber of my being i mean the acting's good you know don't get me wrong and there's some good direction here and there the uh, colin trevorrow is a pretty decent director but just the writing is so dumb Oh my gosh. It's like there are points where I'm like, okay, I can see where you're going with that. Like weaponizing dinosaurs. Okay, yeah, sure. We use dogs nowadays. Why not? But then they keep doubling down on it over and over again when it doesn't work. Like, ah. You know, they have the stupid Indorex 3000 or whatever can remember. Oh, it remembers where they put the tracking thing and it can cloak itself and somehow it figured out they use thermal sensors so it lowered its body temperature like all this stuff that's just a little it's just dumb and then you know they have pteranodons that eat fish but for some reason they attack people and then they have a bulletproof genetic franken raptor in the second one and then dinosaurs aren't even the main focus it's freaking cloned locusts and I'm like, it gets to the point. It's not even about dinosaurs anymore. It's about the evils of cloning. And then they, ah. Sorry, I could go on for like 
30 minutes about how much I hate that series. Just every single last possible stupid decision they keep doubling down on and tripling down on. And ah, they kind of shifted their focus from what people wanted to see to something that they thought would, you know, action packed thriller. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like every now and then they'll have something cool. Like in the third one, they find out some of the dinosaurs that escaped, like smugglers picked them up and started an underground dinosaur fighting ring thing. I was like, okay, that's actually a cool idea. And then immediately it just turns into more dinosaurs escaped and are eating random innocent people. And it's like, it just turns into Godzilla without any of the fun. You know, in the original, there was all this majesty, there was spectacle, you know, there was all this dialogue about, yeah, this is really cool. We'd love to see dinosaurs, but is it right to bring them back? Is it right to play God? And that was a big part of it. And then after that, it just devolved into, let's watch people get eaten by dinosaurs and killed in horrible ways. <sighs> yeah, I think why the the Jurassic Parks did so well is they they focused more on uh, suspense. Yeah. yeah they- the, like the kitchen scene with the raptors. Yeah, One of the exactly. best scenes ever made. Exactly, and and yeah, there wasn't a lot of people to be eaten. Um, <laughs> I think, well, a little bit more in number two. Um, and yeah. so there was there was action more in that movie, but it was more on just surviving. And yeah. I think their issue is. They they didn't want to do suspense when they probably should have just gone back with that. At least in a third of the movie, they could they could have had at least some suspense. Yeah, but yeah, like that... the... oh, and I'll grant there are moments that got kind of sus- suspenseful, like when the kids are trying to hide from a megasaurus. 2005 or whatever but I don't remember the dumb thing's name Indominus Rex yeah that's it Uh, but just overall it just feels like it's parading around the corpse of Jurassic Park and saying oh give us your money you love this thing right that's kind of that's kind of how I feel about Star Wars nowadays the Disney Star Wars it's like it's like oh you used to like this thing give us money it will give you some yeah you know it doesn't really Except for like the Mandalorian, all the new Disney stuff I really care for as much. Yeah, um, that's why I don't. I'm like cautiously excited for Andor because it's made by the people that made Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One is good too. Yeah. Yeah, but like after Kenobi, with how half-aid and lazily they did that, I was like, I don't trust you guys with anything anymore, unless John, unless John Favreau or Dave Filoni is connected to it. And even then, I think John Favreau helped with the Book of Boba, and that was just kind of bad. I still had fun watching it, but it just wasn't great. It wasn't very good. Yeah, I yeah. hope there isn't like a trend of just people just putting out bad shows. You know, this has been happening more often than we want or expect. Yeah. It's just like, so the directors and the writers, and it seems like they understand 
what they're doing and they care, but then they just screw up in such obvious ways. You're like, I feel like you could have grabbed someone off the street and they would have done a better job. You know, just, ah. Every now and then, though, they do something right with an established property. Like, Top Gun Maverick is supposed to be really good. Like, one of the best movies in years. So, and... Honestly, that's kind of the only recent one I can think of. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jurassic World trilogy, absolutely hate every second of it. Cannot stand those movies. Yeah. For me, um, I have two things. Uh, one is pop music, and one is sports teams. Like, I don't get I don't get following a specific sports team. Like, if you enjoy the sport, like, wouldn't you rather be playing it rather than watching someone else play it? You know. <laughs> but then again, I guess the same thing can be said about video games. But at the same time, though, like. What's the point of follow? I don't get why people choose certain teams and like um, like that certain team because like for me it's like don't the players switch out all the time? Like the only thing that makes them that team is their geolocation, you know. So I'm just like, what's the point of like following it? Uh, I don't know. That's just me, I guess. I don't really, I don't really necessarily hate it, but I just don't really get it, you know. Like if you like sports and you follow sports teams, I'm like, cool, you do you, like whatever. But I just don't really get the appeal, you know. But now with pop music, I'm kind of mixed. I have a mixed, um, what's the word? Mixed feelings about because there's some pop songs out there that I really like. Like they're good songs, but just the style, the way they're produced, you know, like the instrumentation and like the I don't know even what it is, but like just a little poppy, the poppy noise, you know, that pop songs have nowadays. Just can't even find annoying. And also, like a lot of pop songs are repetitious. Like there's generally just a chorus that repeats like four times and. <laughs> they don't really add much variety, you know? It's like, once you hear half the song, like, you don't really need to listen to it again because, like, you pretty much have it ingrained in your brain now, you know? So, it's like, I don't know. But if I do find a pop song I like, I usually um, will look up, like, a rock version or metal version of it, and I like that better because, I don't know, just the, I don't know what it is, like, the synthesizer or whatever it is, but, like, just the, the high-pitched, poppy, like, pop noises that, the company like these because these some these seniors like they're really good seniors they have really good songs but just the instrumentation just annoys me you know but i think because i personally i enjoy lower pitched stuff like if something has like a lower pitch to it i like it more for some reason i don't know like i'll find like pop songs but they're like slowed down so they sound like a lot lower and a lot deeper i just like tickles my fancy a lot more so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you'd probably more enjoy like reverbed um, versions. But yeah. No, I I understand you, and uh, I'm thinking back of when we were roommates. Probably hated me a little bit, but um, ah, oh, dang, I forgot my talk. Uh, well, I was gonna reply to you, but um, by going to the the sports teams, um. I got this is what I, I was thinking when you're you're talking about that, and I think people just kept that mentality of radio, you know. Um, usually they're old or they're working and they don't have that time to dedicate, and so it's kind of going back to that high school 
I wish I was back there playing sports with my buddies type stuff. And so. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh-huh. I realized that as I was saying it too, I'm like, well, I guess we do watch, I like to watch people play video games. So I guess it's kind of different, but so, so not, uh, not different, but same, you know, but. So I actually want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little, I feel like it's different too, because with the video game ones, you can always watch someone play it and then kind of use that as a guide later on because you can always play the same game that the person's playing that you're watching um unless it's underage and you shouldn't be watching that but but with you know with sports yeah with sports it's kind of hard like you can't watch professional football and be like yeah i'm gonna go do that i'll do that (laughs) after but you know you you can you can play football later with your buddies of course um, but that that's my thing with the at least with video games versus the sports teams. I mean, I don't really fall on any sports teams either. I like the Green Bay Packers for a little bit, but that was because I liked green. Uh, <laughs> I like green growing up. That was my main reason. The look is based off color. Through <laughs> <laughs> geolocations, uh, but. Uh, yeah, for me, I get what you're saying about pop. I feel like pop's kind of the comfort food of music. So, I mean, like, I grew up in the 90s, and my older sisters were always, you know, they were always listening to pop from that day. I think uh, I'm a Barbie Girl was popular with them. So I guess that's kind of the reason why people like it. Um, there are some really good pop songs out there, but I get what you mean. A lot of them do kind of follow the same. Well, they just repeat the same thing over and over. I think Taylor Swift's especially bad about that. So, like, uh, what was that one song? Like, you gotta calm down. I hate that song for that exact reason. It's just her saying the same stuff over and over. So, um, yeah, definitely. It's like switch it up a little bit, like, like. Repetition is not always bad, but it's good to throw some variety in with a repetition, you know? Um, yeah. Well, lemon, Lemon. Um, what, what was that one song that was... Oh, oh, I remember that. It was the Oh No song. Yeah. Oh No. Oh No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get copyrighted, guys. Okay. <laughs> but like, we, we listened to it, and it was just that. It was just the Oh No over and over. And I was like, all right. It's a minute in. Are they gonna like add anything? Nope. nope. So disappointed. <laughs> yeah, like I've noticed like there's some songs I like that do that follow that pattern, like one of the songs from Arcane, like it's goodbye. Like she says it over and over again. But the difference with that though, it, like it starts out softer and then it, like builds up. Like it gets like more intense and it, at the end it goes like crazy and you know it's like like it's not bad to like have repetition, but like have some sort of variety with that repetition, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like they kind of return to the chorus, but at least change up the lyrics in between. They're like some sort of different instrumentation, you know. Like my favorite songs I've noticed like are the ones that start out like soft, but then like towards the end just like go crazy, you know. So those are my favorite <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah. On like we were talking about earlier, that's the reason I like classic rock because every single song is different and, you know, they have actual lyrics that progress, stuff like that. Um, 
lot of them actually tell a story too, like uh, uh, Detroit Rock City by Kiss. You know, that tells a little story a lot more than most pop songs, I think. So, but maybe that's why pop songs do have a hold. Maybe it's kind of comforting, that repetition. I don't know. Like, well, I guess I don't know too much about the psychology of music. That's just my theory. Just oh, change the subject a little bit. I have a third thing that I want to add too. Um, another thing that really annoys me is people like obsessing over celebrities' personal lives. Oh yeah, isn't that weird? Like I don't know. Like I remember I was watching a video about um, the one of the Stranger Things. Um, what's it called? The Stranger Things um, actors like they're at a hotel and they're walking out and then people are waving at them. And he just kind of waved at them and kind of went on his own business and people are upset that he didn't go over and like give them an autograph and all that. I'm like, dude, like just leave them alone. Like, yeah, they're a celebrity, but like let them live a life, you know, let them have some privacy. Like I don't get people obsessing over a celebrities' lives and personal lives. I'm like, just let that be their own thing. You know, <laughs> like I just don't get it too. You know, especially if it's kids, like, right. Well, you remember while well, they played more, in Stark, right? Yeah, the the um, Tony Stark's daughter. Yeah, her mom had to put out a tweet saying, "Hey, please bear in mind, my daughter's like six years old. She's not obligated to sign your autographs. She gets cranky. She gets tired. So if we say no, it's probably because she just needs a break, or because she's a little girl and doesn't know any better. So." Please stop sending us messages saying we're bad people. Graph and we were trying to get somewhere on time and stuff like that. Just some respect, you know. Yeah, no, it, like I, I enjoy them, but yeah, like I, I obsess over like celebrities. Like I like their work and I like what they do, but at the same time, like their personal life is their personal life. You know, like oh, yeah, yeah. And most of the time, they're just singers or actors just doing a job. So that's to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, that's that's my topic. It kind of that's a good topic. You've like awakened like a rage between uh, <laughs> Nico and I. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess just to add my two cents to the sports thing, I do kind of root for my home teams just because they're part of home. So I feel like that's. I did. I did kind of get invested in like sports teams when I was in pep band, and like we go watch our team playing um, from school. But it's like I personally know those kids and um, and whatnot. So it's like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But yeah. Uh, so thank you, Hammer. Uh, we'll move on to my topic, which is pretty simple, just the trip down memory lane. Uh, have you ever had an experience where you got so upset with one of your hobbies or just you know anything in general that you had to take a break from it? Um, yes, <laughs> quite a few times. But it's mostly mostly with games and... Well, actually, no. I guess I guess there was another example that came to me, but the most recent was playing Genshin Impact, and 
it that it really bugs me because online people are like, oh yeah, it's easy, g g g g, and say, like, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but it's just one of those things where you you can't use any of your resources and you have to um, fight. Well, it, it's like a tower. You have floor after floor, and you're timed. And it's just things just get on your nerves really quickly because you literally only have seconds. And if you if you waste like four of those seconds, you could lose that challenge. And so when things don't go right or like they just keep running away or you have yes. this connectivity issues. That's mostly the issue. Um, it, it just bugs me so much. And I was getting really frustrated. So I just, I stopped, got some water, watched something on YouTube, went back, <laughs> and it went a lot smoother. Yeah, to reset. Yeah, and and that's actually really good advice that people are saying, like, if you're, especially with video games, if you're having a hard time, you seem like you keep losing, stop. Like, I know you want to end on a good note, but you can end on a good note after a little break. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and then, of, uh-huh. I was going to say, I'm kind of guilty of that, because when I'm getting frustrated with a game, I usually get really stubborn, so I refuse to take a break and just try and calm down. But then by the time I, if I actually do manage to win or figure it out or whatever i'm usually too angry by that point to even enjoy it yeah yeah no and then it's it's getting not worse i'd say but i think it's just because i have bad internet here (laughs) (laughs) once i pay for my own internet it'll be it'll be a lot nicer or upgrade it i mean oh yeah uh, the last time that probably wasn't video games. This is a while back now. There's this one anime called um, Agami Got Kill. It's notorious for it's like the Game of Thrones of anime in a sense. Where, uh, huh? Oh, I said, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that like if there's a character and you kind of like them. They're probably going to die. <laughs> and I understand where the, the, what the author was trying to do and all that, but it just pissed me off. I dropped it. I'm like, no, this is stupid. This is dumb. And, and then I ended up watching Game of Thrones later anyways, but it's... it is one of those things. And it's just like, I'm not going to waste my time with this. I know I like a bunch of other characters and they're all just going to die. So I'm not just going to put myself through that. So yeah, there's that for me. (laughs) How about you, Lemon? First first thing that comes to mind is playing Mortal Kombat. Um, (laughs) There's been times where I get really into it and like, I was like, okay, I need to take a break because yeah, it's just not working out, and that game is really hard because it's like for me, it's almost like learning an instrument. You have to like 
learn the combos and the button presses just right and like have to be watching out for stuff. And one time I got really frustrated at this one player online because they use like a lot of dirty tricks that were just like, wow, really, dude? It's like, I remember just getting so annoyed. I'm like, I have to take a break. <laughs> Let's go for a walk. Yeah. But, <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, and there's plenty of shows I've kind of dropped for some similar reasons where I'm just like, this isn't going anywhere on board. Just dropping it just because I'm annoyed with it. <laughs> I've noticed recently, like, I'm really annoyed by, like, um, shows that go on for too long with nothing interesting happening. Like, I don't know, it's just, it's like, come on, let something happen, you know? Like, I'm, used, I'm giving up my time to, like, watch this show, like, make it worth my time, you know? So, I don't know, slow burns kind of annoy me sometimes. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Also, yeah, with the... Like... Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Mika. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like that's not just you either, like, I've seen a few shows where they don't start explaining stuff until the last two episodes. And one of the biggest complaints I keep seeing is they're not explaining anything. So in that case, I'm like, well, come on, guys. They're obviously going to. Just be patient. That's different with mysteries, because sometimes I like mysteries where they we kind of start off not knowing what's happening, but more of just, like, interesting stuff happening, you know? Like, give me a reason to, like, watch the show, but uh, maybe just because... I'm an adult now. I don't have as much time, so I'm like more annoyed with time that's not spent on something I like, you know. But, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and another thing too is playing music. I've noticed like there have been times where like I play in the cello or like something like that, and it just gets really frustrating. Where I have to like just take a break. Where like you're trying your best to make it sound good, but it's just sounding horrible, and you just have to take a break from it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I know the feeling. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, I'd probably have to say the <laughs> there's more of a recent like occurrence that made me think about that. For me, it would probably be board games. Weirdly, so because like I said, with video games, I get too stubborn to give up on them. So I was just kind of like bash my head against the wall until it finally works. So, and that can be on stuff like Monster Hunter or Elden Ring or whatever, you know. Uh, sometimes, uh, with stuff like Elden Ring, I'll at least like take off and try to find something else to do to get stronger. So, but, uh, I feel like at that point it becomes a point of pride where I'm like, I'm not giving up until I get this done. <laughs> but, yeah, with board games, I think the biggest problem is it's just that I keep ending up playing with little kids. So, and, you know, you get that they're kids and they don't know as, you know, they're a lot less patient and don't know as well. But when it's like the sixth week in a row that one of them is cheating and the other one is throwing a, a complete temper tantrum and like throwing dice and cards across a table that you're like, you know what, I'm done with this that's understandable yeah like recently my favorite board game is villainous by disney so really fun series but uh they finally came out with the star wars villainous which i was really excited for and you know we played it and, oh my gosh i got so mad 
my nephew was cheating, not intentionally. He just didn't understand the rules. But he spent half the game cheating, and none of us realized until later. And then my brother-in-law kept on attacking me, even though his, ne- his son was about to win. And I even said this, and he's like, no, he isn't. I'm like, yes, he is. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you just have that happen in a game, or it's just, you know, same stuff keeps happening. And depending on the game you're playing, it can even kind of feel like you're under attack. So, like, have you guys ever played Unstable Unicorns? I haven't. No. That's a pretty fun one. We played a spinoff called Rampaging Llamas or something. So, (laughs) uh, basically, someone convinced the rest of the table to attack me, even though I was nowhere near winning, and I got so mad I almost had to walk away, like, in the middle of the game. I mean, that's kind of the problem with, like, board games. It's, like, so much of how much fun you have is dependent on who you play with. And like I said, if you're stuck with the same group that aren't very fun to play with, eventually it gets to the point you don't even want to do it anymore. D&D. <laughs> yeah, D&D, too. I only tried it twice, and that was enough for me. Yeah, I understand that. My my sister will no longer play Risk with my family anymore because whenever my dad plays, um, he always tries to convince um, the other people to fight each other, and like that's like his main strategy is like try to convince someone to attack the other people while he builds up strength and attacks everyone. So it's always like, no, I don't want to play this because <laughs> we're backstabbing each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like if you can find people that are competitive but not too much and that, you know, want to play by the rules and stuff like that, then I think then you can have a fun time. Yeah, I've noticed that with board games, uh, co op ones that turn out to be really good. They're the best. Oh, really? There's co op ones? Yeah, there's, there's Pandemic. Funnily enough, is you're, you're all working together to. Um, uh, beat the pandemic and whatnot. So you're not really playing against each other. You're just trying to work together. Um, there's also this this one board game my sister brother in law introduced me to. It's like a Lovecraftian one where like you're a bunch of um, investigators trying to figure out this mystery and trying to stop the world from ending. So you're trying to work together to get stuff done. So oh, that's pretty nice. Is that Call of Cthulhu? Uh, no, it was Arkham. Set. No. Arkham Horror, I think. Arkham Horror. But Call of Cthulhu, I def- I've heard of that one, but I haven't played it, though. Huh. Yeah, I've heard that one's pretty good, but I've never touched it. Yeah. yeah, with board games, I feel like it's not really the game itself, it's more who you play with. It's what makes or breaks the game. So, yeah, with board games, I don't understand. Like, I don't want to do that, but and for me, board games, I'm not really playing it to win. I'm just kind of like, I'm just spending time with people that want to play it, you know, so I'm just not really caring, but there's time for, times, of course, where I'm like, competitive and it's kind of fun to see other I remember I was playing with some of my old roommates before after I moved out with you guys moved after you guys left me my old <laughs> roommates so <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah to catch myself but anyway it's my new room my my newer new slash old roommates um there's this one there's one guy we played with and it's really funny watching him rage because <laughs> he just like we get so <laughs> 
so into it and like just get super annoyed but it. it was kind of fun to just for that reason so the people <laughs> you work with play or play with definitely make or break the game yeah <laughs> well that reminds me i feel like it kind of applies to some games too like especially smash you know, i remember uh we had this uh kind of car- college party where we had a we had like a dinner and you know a bunch of games going on and so in one corner we had smash ultimate and i was too busy eating and i think playing other games at the time but i remember hammer played it and he beat somebody it wasn't i don't think it was even like a total washout but he did beat him pretty well and we found out later that he was holding a grudge over it like he wouldn't talk to us after that and the the best thing was i was using falco (laughs) i don't mean falco (laughs) i play samus and link oh yeah and little mac oh yeah of course yeah, mac, and mac and cheese baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like on the flip side we had a friend during one of our first semesters uh, his name was cameron he was a great guy like he would play with us and with our other friends who are way better at smash than we are and he would get really mad but he would never lash out about it he would just stand up and just go for a walk and calm down and then he'd come back after a few minutes so i really respected him for that So, yeah. yeah, that's all good. Uh, I was just going back to that. That was a really fun night because I remember, can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Karen. He kept saying, like, yeah, let's all play the same character and, and do those brawls. And the ones that we did do were really fun. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember the characters we picked, but that was a good I know, time. I know Mac was one of them. I have the picture still on my phone, actually. <laughs> Well, and that also reminds me, I actually played Smash last week with my nieces and nephews, the same ones that'll, you know, uh, cheat or get really mad while we're playing board games. But when we're playing Smash, they don't care. They have a great time for the most part. The youngest one still gets mad sometimes, but, you know, like at one point uh, with Smash Ultimate, you can turn on spirits that give you, you know, you can set them up to give you different abilities and buffs and stuff like that. So I told my nieces and nephews, like, all right, we're going to do a boss battle. So we started a s- smash, and I picked a spirit that makes me giant in metal. And I picked Bowser. So as we're starting, my nephew says, so who's the boss? And I said, oh, yeah. I am. And knocked them all out within 10 seconds. And they were just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, just, that's, just, that's you, sweet. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great time. They didn't get mad. They were just laughing. And then when I explained how spirits work, they all wanted to try them. So we all had, you know, we all had fun. And even my oldest niece, she said, you know, I really like playing with spirits, but she didn't make a big deal out of it. She just said, I like playing with, you know, just us, just, you know, normal. Yeah. So. And I I actually had to be careful about Smash. I haven't played it in a long time because I never actually bought it for myself for Switch. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to be really competitive with it. Um, and that was actually probably another instance where I'd, I'd get mad with it because I was young and I, I wanted to be the winner. I always want to be the winner. And I think when I after I first entered college, I just like told myself, I was like, I can't, I can't do that anymore. 
I just we're just gonna play to play. And if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. That's just how it's gonna happen now. And that's helped me so much playing Smash, where I actually prefer doing co-op more and fighting against computer. Um or t at least team battles. Uh, that's that's why I always like doing the spirit battles with you, Mako, instead of actually fighting all the time. Oh yeah, well, I remember some of the, some of those got frustrating because of how annoying they were set up. Like, remember Kyogre? Oh, oh yes, that was I hated that one. Yeah, I think I think we tried it like five times. We were like, "What the crap are we supposed to do?" And then it suddenly dawned on me. Oh, we can put on those reflective badges, and then it's easy. I think we yeah. beat it that turn. Yeah, yeah, we did. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I think we're running out of time soon. But yeah, uh, that's me. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's me. That's it for me too. Kind of fun how we diverged a bit off those topics, both of them. <laughs> right. Um. Oh yeah, anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, did you have anything? Uh, do we have time for your topic, Lemon? We can skip it. I still need to think about it more. So, okay, <clears throat> we can skip it for now. Okay. Yeah. No, like, like I said in the chat to to Lemon, I like that topic as we we both used that application that he was talking about. And I think that'd be interesting because it won't just be just about that app, but more of that mindset of that company. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten bit I'm getting back into it again because I found a series that I really like. But I was just thinking about like why did I stop I used to be obsessed, so obsessed with it and I just kinda of stopped it. Yeah. But if you guys ever get into Webtoon, you should look up Spaceboy. I think you guys would like it. Ah, oh, I remember you talking about that before. Oh yeah. yeah. I started reading that and just stopped for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, I stopped too, but I went over to my sister's house and they have like the physical books of it. And it kind of goes along with that topic last time about seeing spoilers because I scroll, I like kind of looked through the pictures and I saw something. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? So I had to like, I'm trying to read it to catch up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we can talk about that next time. So, yeah. All right. Well, with that, that should be the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us. So we'll see you again next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Yeah. Don't die. Yeah, this was uh, <laughs> the closest episode to the last episode since we were living together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I upload it in time, we'll see. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.